0: Evan Nappin, and welcome to Gun Lawyer. Say today, today we're going to talk about the five lights of anti-gun propaganda. Now, I don't know how many of you are fans of Star Trek, but uh, I know that myself and my brother we kind of grew up on this stuff, and it was always interesting to us. and there was an episode called "Chain of Command," and any of you who know Star Trek may recall that episode. Uh, it was a Star Trek: Next Generation episode that uh, aired in, I believe, the sixth season. And in this, uh, in this episode, you know, which takes place in the twenty fourth century. uh Jean-Luc Picard, who is the captain of the Enterprise, ends up going on a covert mission, at which time he is captured by the Kardashians. And the episode that is so amazing is the episode in which Picard, who's played by Patrick Stewart, is subjected to... Brutal torture and interrogation by his nemesis, who is a Kardashian whose uh, uh, name in the show is Gull Madrid, and he is uh, played by David Warner. As a matter of fact, you might recall seeing David Warner in another incredibly politically incorrect movie called The Iron Cross. But anyway, uh, The idea here is it is a test of wills between Picard and uh, uh, Madrid, and it is just a great episode because the episode itself is based upon the uh, actions of the uh, Soviets in the gulags. Believe it or not, it was written understanding what, the Soviets did to their uh, prisoners in the gulag and it wasn't just a torture to get information but they had to also they wanted to break their political prisoners and what the Soviets did was they'd hold up their hand and they'd say how many fingers do you see and they'd show f- four fingers and they would torture and break the person till the person finally said they saw five even though they were holding up four, and in this episode that's what the idea is here to to break Picard and to get him to say there are five lights when there are actually four, and he uh succeeds in uh, never giving in in never saying there are five, no matter how bad, no matter how tough, no matter what the torturers are doing to him no matter what lies they're telling because he knows what the truth is and he will not allow himself to say and to in any way put forward a lie and you see that's what we deal with as gun owners all the time now granted we're not being uh Tortured, uh, at least most of us aren't being tortured physically to accept the five lights uh, that the anti gun propagandists want us to believe. But let's talk about some of the things that they are doing where they want us to say there's four lights when there's only five. So, right away, look at how the anti gunners and their organizations. Promote so called gun safety. Yet their five lights of gun safety has nothing to do with gun safety because they simply want the world to somehow believe that gun safety is accomplished by anti gun laws so that gun safety no longer actually means safe handling. Of firearms, oh no, no, no. It means it's an excuse for every anti gun law and restriction that they can come up with, and they put under this banner of gun safety. Yet you'll hear voices in the media, you'll hear this pounding from politicians that we need more gun safety laws. But you and I know it's nothing about safety, it's not at all about safety. We can't ever call their proposals gun safety laws. Or we are simply saying that there's five lights when we know damn well there's four. So we cannot give in to their efforts to control us and break our wills. And this is what they do. You'll see them also constantly talk about how we have to do something about gun violence. And gun violence is this other catchphrase sprinkled around like salt in anything they propose. But the fact is that gun violence isn't necessarily bad. Now, you've been so propagandized by the media and the anti-gunners that you may be even seeing five lights over the term gun violence. But don't. Take a step back and see the true four lights. And that's because gun violence can be neither good nor bad. Because gun violence can be used to save lives. And every day, it is used for that. Because when you fire your gun, that is violence. That's gun violence. But if you're justified in using deadly force to save your life or the life of a third party or to stop serious bodily injury or death, and you do that under the laws of justification that we call self-defense, then that gun violence is not bad at all. That gun violence is damn good because it saved your life and maybe the lives of your loved ones as well. So again, don't see the five lights of so-called gun violence. Call it out for what it is and don't let them get away with making our minds bend to their will. You'll often see in the media, often portrayed, and it's often subliminal even, that guns are intrinsically bad. You'll see news stories about crime that have nothing to do with guns. And what are they showing on the TV screen? Guns. They're constantly pounding away. Guns are bad, and every... Uh, movie that shows the mishandling of firearms and how they cause problems where it's the movie characters in the plot that are not exercising actual true gun safety that's the problem oh no guns are bad and then they scare people you have a gun in your home and they put this lie out that you're six times more likely to injure someone in the home than you're no basis for that In fact, as any gun owner knows, having a firearm is a comfort. Having a firearm can protect you. Having a firearm gives you the ability. Many individuals that were able to arm themselves are able to protect themselves. Because as the old saying goes, when seconds count, the police are only minutes away. And so who's responsible for safety? You are. You're responsible for your own safety. The five lights continue with the anti-gun efforts and you'll see this real award winner and that is that somehow the states that honor and respect the Second Amendment and have their gun laws being minimal and in fact maximizing liberty and freedom as should be the case but you'll hear the anti-second amendment states the ones that have the really horrible gun laws uh, complain that somehow the states that respect the second amendment are causing high crime and quote gun violence of course in the anti-second amendment states. And that, of course, is absurd on its face. And why is that? Because you never hear them say, well, wait a minute. If the states that are uh, pro-Second Amendment, that have gun laws that enhance and protect our freedoms, shouldn't the crime rates in those states, if guns are the problem, be through the roof? Oh, no, no. Those states historically have lower substantially lower crime rates than the anti-gun states with the high crime. So blaming guns for that is yet another five lights of anti-gun propaganda. One of my favorites, without a doubt, is that gun buybacks somehow work. Boy, what a five-lights joke that is, huh? Gun buybacks. Well, first of all, the guns weren't the governments in the first place. They're not buying back anything. But they are setting up to be a, a disposal point for people that have guns that they just don't want. Now, of course, if you have guns you don't want, you can sell them to a dealer or to somebody who does want them and most of the times make more money than any gun buyback will pay you. But of course, plenty of folks take all their old clunkers and junkers and turn them in for cash that they could never get from a uh, dealer or an individual. And of course, these gun buybacks, what they do work at very well is allowing for no questions asked so that crime guns can easily be disposed of by individuals. They do have that effect. But this is yet again putting the propaganda out that gun buybacks work and you need to say that you have to say these buybacks are great what a great job they're doing look how well they did taking the guns off the street and when you say that you're admitting that you're seeing five lights when there's only four hey when we come back we'll talk more about the amazing five lights that the anti-gunners try to torture us and force us into believing.
1: For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman Tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law, a bright orange gun law bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen, available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am a
0: lawyer. I am a lawyer. Hey folks, we're back and I want to thank you all for listening to Gun Lawyer. It is our voice, my ability to communicate with you in ways that the lamestream media and the tech gods and the the social medias and uh, such won't let us do as they uh, algorithm us and shadow ban us and put us in their cyber jails for speaking the truth. And so by listening to Gun Lawyer, we're able to still have that voice and I appreciate you subscribing to Gun Lawyer and having your friends uh, do the same. So back on the five lights, here's another one of my favorite. Boy, this is recently just one of the more amazing five lights that they're pushing, and that is that the Second Amendment is racist. Oh, boy. The Second Amendment is racist. I mean, that is just absolute five lights if there ever was. The Second Amendment is the furthest thing from racist. It's the opposite. It's a second amendment that empowers individuals and many minorities for that reason and basis that have been able to stop white supremacists, stop them from doing their dirty deeds. And what the second amendment is, is it's for everyone and your skin color, your Creed, your sexual preference, your uh, gender, none of these things have any issue under the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is for everyone, and everyone who chooses to exercise their Second Amendment is someone that I have something in common with and that all of us as gun owners have something in common with the exercise of our fundamental, God-given natural right to keep and bear arms and to defend ourselves and our families. It's critical, it's vital, and it has been an important right protected by our Constitution and a tradition that goes to the very founding of our country. And, you know, that's why you need to make sure you have your head wrapped around what the Second Amendment is. Because the Second Amendment does not give us any rights. None of the Constitution gives us any rights. Yeah, no, no, no. It protects and guarantees our rights that pre-exist the Constitution. That's what it does. Our right to keep and bear arms our right to defend ourselves, our right to have those means to keep ourselves alive and uninjured, that is a right of being a human. That is a natural right. And the Second Amendment is a protection and or guarantee of those rights. And that guarantee is for all races, all creeds, all colors, all sexual preferences, all genders, everyone. If you're a person, that is your right. And the Second Amendment is not racist. And if you say that, then you are saying you see five lights. You often hear the the gun haters say, gun laws save lives. They don't save lives at all. Those anti-gun laws don't save lives. Anytime they try to make that case, it is completely contrived. But we sure know what does save lives, don't we? We know what the four lights are. Guns themselves, that's right. Guns can save your life. Guns can save a loved one's life. Guns give us the ability to defend ourselves. And to think that banning guns in some way saves lives, well, history will show you just how wrong you are. And sometimes that absolute... Wrong propaganda, that five lights belief leads to genocide after populations have been disarmed and their rights as humans to have weapons to defend themselves are are removed under this five lights of gun laws and gun bans somehow saving lives. And that also blends into this other classic that only the police should have guns. I mean, you'll hear anti-say that, although now with the anti-police movement, they've changed the five lights to nobody should have guns, not even the police. Before, they used to try to sell it that at least it should only be, you know, police or military. But now they don't want anybody to have guns, which is, of course, even worse. And the idea as it ties into being anti-police, is really the epitome of what the anti-gun movement was all about. You see, originally, prior to the 60s, gun owners were huge, complete supporters of, of law enforcement. And law enforcement and gun owners were very, very tight. And in the '60s, you can even you can read this in an article in Rolling Stone magazine. Then they they put forward in an anti-gun piece, they said, "Look, <clears throat> we need to get the police on the anti-gun side," and it was a concerted effort to get police to be anti-gun. Now, the rank and file officers, well, they weren't going to have any part of that. They saw in the street how important individuals' right to bear arms is. But you see the political brass, the political chiefs, those chiefs that uh, were more concerned with politics and actual rights, well, those are the ones they could get on their side, on the anti-gun side, and promote the anti-gun agenda. And that caused division and split when you saw police being anti-gun owner. And unfortunately, it corroded to some degree the relationship that was so strong between gun owners and police. And police started to be viewed as adversaries of our Second Amendment rights instead of protectors of our Second Amendment rights. And the five lights crowd uses this to their advantage. We can't we can't fall for it. We gotta recognize the four lights and that is just how important the brave men and women in our law enforcement community are, to us having a civilized society and a safe society, and that our ownership as law-abiding citizens of firearms makes the job of the honest law enforcement officer safer, better, and more effective. And We need to stay united and not fall for the five lights. Oh, another great one. No one needs an assault firearm oh what do you need an assault firearm for you don't need 30 shots to kill a deer you don't need okay seeing the five lights are you no way you know that assault firearm is a again with their propaganda term it's a uh, perversion of sturmgewehr which was the original assault rifle and that was select fire fully automatic and semi-automatic and even with that, our our semi-autos that they try to put into this category have no distinction whatsoever of any significance in crime. It just doesn't exist. I mean, New Jersey, with their assault firearm ban, they go by offending features as to what makes a gun substantially identical. And what are these offending features that are so dangerous in, in the five lights crowd that you've got to accept because it's part of New Jersey's law? And if you don't accept it, you will be tortured through the judicial system and you will be incarcerated for up to 10 years with a minimum mandatory three and a half years if you have one of the five lights guns, one of the so-called assault firearms. And what are these offending features? that are so deadly, that are so dangerous, that are so destructive of our society. Oh, I'll tell you what they are. A pistol grip, a telescoping or folding stock, a bayonet mount. What's that, for all the drive-by bayonettings? I mean, what? I don't even know. Or whether it has a threaded barrel, like that has to do with anything, and and or a flash suppressor or a grenade launcher boy I know all of you are are excited to go out grenade launching this weekend Uh, you know so many of us have uh, that wonderful uh, accessory on all our guns I mean this is just so absurd yet this is what they sell as somehow creating this danger by the way grenade launchers don't do a thing the the issue is grenades and we can't have grenades okay so that's off the table so what good is a grenade launcher anyway, even if you had it on the gun? It's useless without the grenade. But we can skip over that little detail because there's five lights. Five lights. Remember. Yeah. Well, they're not going to get us to give in. They're not going to break our will on these absurdities. And how about the magazine ban? And by the way, just one note on the assault firearm. You know, no one needs an assault firearm. You can see my article online. I wrote an article that was actually published in Harper's Magazine called 101 Reasons Why You Need an Assault Firearm. So if you want to really get those four lights and clear vision, take a good look at what I wrote. But magazines somehow over 10 rounds are suddenly magically transformed to being an incredible threat to public health, safety, and welfare. Just... The epitome of danger when you have a magazine that can hold 11 rounds instead of 10. So much so that New Jersey made retroactively with no grandfathering anyone that had a magazine that had over 10 rounds, even with a firearm lawfully purchased before the law, a felony. 18-month state's prison if you have that magazine that holds 11 rounds instead of 10. And they actively enforce this ban. As if there is some truth, when there's no truth, when it is again five lights, magazines over ten rounds. Really. Don't, don't let your mind and your will be broken by these anti-gun propagandists. And you see it again with cop killer bullets. Oh, cop killer bullets, there's a five lights right there. Cop killer bullets. with There's only one issue and problem with calling high penetration ammunition cop killer bullets. We're talking about the bullets that have been banned, that are, you know, steel, Teflon coated, et cetera, that are handgun high penetration. No cop has ever been killed by a cop killer bullet. So, other than that, you know, it makes a lot of sense. So, again, five lights, cop killer bullets. But no cop's ever been killed. Cop killer bullets. We're going to break you. Say it. Say it. As they torture us over our gun rights and incarcerate law-abiding citizens and constantly hit us in the media with the Five Lights propaganda. And then, of course, one of the all-time award winners of the Five Lights is Gun-Free Zones. Hey, if we put up a sign that says gun-free zones, that's going to stop anybody intent on doing harm with a gun, right? Gun-free zones, man. Pass those gun-free zones. Look how how effective all that is. Yeah, right. Another five lights on gun-free zones. Gun-free zones should really be called victim disarmament zones. Gun-free zones are where... You are turned into someone who could be a potential defender into a victim because you better follow the gun-free zone or you can be criminally charged, prosecuted, and forced to be a believer in five lights. But the criminals, they're not going to care about that gun-free zone. They don't even care they're going to commit crime with their guns. So what does that have to do? with any type of reality here it's just another absurdity of the propaganda that they force on us that permeates through the media that makes it incredibly difficult when you want to speak the truth and make it clear but i'll tell you what you watch that star trek episode with that magnificent performance by patrick stewart and at the very end when they almost had him broke But they didn't break them. And he said, There are four lights. And that, my friends, as gun owners and law abiding citizens that love our Second Amendment rights, you got to say the same thing. We don't buy the five lights of the anti gunners. There are four lights. And we know what the truth is. And they're not going to break us. Till next time, remember that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens.
1: Gun Lawyer is a CounterThink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.